Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Always aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. All right, so this week on Always Aggravated, I am very excited. We're going to be in Roberto's wheelhouse. He finally got to operate a billboard in what has been been one of the biggest stories nationwide. Uh, we will get to that in one second. But, you know, we were just rapping about this. Um, I'm watching this Barstool Pizza Review by uh, El Prez. And shout out Barstool Sports. And they're talking with this NFL super fan, Bill's Mafia, you know, the maniacs that throw people through tables. And this guy makes pizza at tailgate in a filing cabinet. Now, I I really don't care. I mean, this is this guy's grand invention. He seems like a sweet man. I'm not here to make fun of him. Here's what I don't get. And we were just talking about this, and I know locally— we all see it weekly, and, and the Lions were in the spotlight this week with, with the Chiefs in town. I don't get NFL superfan. I don't get it. Like I, I, I find it hard to be, hard to understand college superfan, but like at least you probably went to school there, spent maybe the best four to five years of your life there, maybe met your significant other there, whatever it may be. Yeah, looking at this guy, I would hope his backstory is like you know. Maybe he's like a widower or something, and you know he likes being around all these people. It helps him in some way, but who knows? He may just be a kook. Uh, but but like, look at like okay, there's the super fans, and whether it's the Raider idiots who dress up with shoulder pads of spikes and skull heads, and you got I mean, look at the Lions. They got the they got, they got those idiots. The guy who dresses up like a lion, <laughs> his buddy who mm-hmm. puts on that weird silver face. Saw him on TV on Sunday. Yeah, 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 no. And then you got the other guy who's like a mute who doesn't speak. <laughs> yes. And it's like, I, I don't. What am I missing? What, like I'm not dead inside. I love sports. I love sports. <laughs> I I don't get these people. What. What type of human? Or remember the old guy in Denver who used to show up to the games wearing nothing but a barrel? Like, that's well, that. What is wrong with these people? If you made a pros and cons list, the pro is you are insufferable. Yeah. Like what to, is the pro? You, you like to eat tailgate food. You but like you can to drink. Still, you can still do all that without acting like a, a total uh, <laughs> idiot, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, that would be a con. without without painting your face. Like, you know? like, has it ever occurred to you when you're watching NFL football? This is what me and my dad used to say when we would watch games together. It's like, oh yeah. Guess his wife's real proud of him. <laughs> hey, honey, did you see it on the TV? Me and Bobby are on the TV. We made it. We see it. Right, and it's like a Saints fan who's dressed as a living voodoo doll. And right. Wait, you you could still tailgate, enjoy all that New Orleans has to offer, and go to the game in perhaps a hat or a T-shirt. No, you decided to dress like a satanic voodoo doll wearing 13 pounds of beads. What is like? Am I the bad guy in this? Because I hate, I don't dislike, I hate NFL super fans. Well, hate them. Well, Mike, I think it's the same concept of people that are upset with me. 
locally here. We're in Detroit, and I am not a Detroit Lions fan anymore. I am a Steelers fan. And people get upset with me because, oh, you cannot live here and not love your team. They feel that if they dress up and do stuff like that, that is them being a part of the team. But time If out. they don't dress up, they te- their out. team will lose. Or- Here's the difference. Here's the difference. Now, A, that's like five-year-old logic. It is. Not as in five years ago, as in you have the brain of a five-year-old. I agree. The, the difference is, and I disagree with this too, collegiately you can be part of the program. You mm-hmm. can be extorted to become part of the program. <laughs> you can give money for access. Right. And then maybe there's a brick with your name on it or a building mm-hmm. or you fund the football team and then you you a, a player calls you and says thanks for your money. I mean, this is what these idiot donors do. But but here's my point. There's nothing with the NFL. Mm-hmm. You can never be a part of this. You are a cog in the wheel. Yep. You are going to be brutally overcharged for You're tickets. A you, okay. So here's my point. Why can't you just be a sucker with a shred of pride? <laughs> like, look, I'm going to I'm going to a Giants game this weekend. I'm taking a buddy of mine. It's our it's it's I say it's annual, but last year I had another friend get married in the fall and it was in California and I couldn't do it. But it's our annual college football trip. And it this one is weird because we're doing West Point because he's always wanted to do Army. I've always wanted to go to Army. It's homecoming at Army. It's supposed to be really, really good, a good time. That's sweet. And it's an hour from Manhattan, so then we can go. We'll watch MSU get destroyed by OSU at a bar. And then Sunday, he's never been to MetLife Stadium. I said, all right, I'll take you. No problem. Uh, Giants tickets are not exactly a hot commodity mm-hmm. these days. But, like, I know – You'll see, I you know, giant super fan guy, and it's like, look, dude, I I love the team too, but why why are you dressed like a Furby? Like what? So you're not going to paint your face this weekend, Mike? Right. I don't even understand wearing a ju- grown men wearing other men's jerseys. I on agree. Their back. But mm. it's it's just it's next level type shit because I don't know, man. Like I, I think what the super fan really is is people that maybe hate their Monday to Friday jobs, are just, mm. you know, fed up with their life, and that's their one out of eight Sundays every year that they get, and they just fucking let loose. Mike, and you're, just go, you're making just it go sound crazy. like the only thing saving these people from <laughs> taking the bridge is dressing I, up I th- no, like I, I the think, Philly fanatic. I think that, right. that they fucking go crazy because that's all they have. That is their the eight Sundays a year that that is their when happiness, see, and they get all pumped up for When it. you see a guy wearing a Stafford jersey, like what do you? Well, it comes into your head first thing. Nothing. I, I don't. I, I don't care about I, that. It's not as bad. I, I get like douche chills a little bit. All right, but and how then, about and then the I guy? Get angry, and then I scowl. How about the bit. guy in full body paint? Or the guy yes. who dresses like the animal of his team, yes. or whatever it is. Those are the guys I look at, and automatically I go, okay, your parents didn't hug you enough as a child. <laughs> you must need attention badly, and I do question whether you have any friends. Well, it's the same way, like when I take my kids to Comic Con, you know, these people dress up in these just no, it's it can be crazy outfits and makeup, <laughs> Superman. Like I almost, Halloween. I almost like this is why I kind of respect Bill's Mafia. Like I'm terrified of Bill's Mafia, but I respect them. It's not that they're dressing up like assholes. They just that's not their thing. They're wild. They just party their dicks off. Yeah, they're crazy now. Look, the city of Buffalo, not a great place. All right? Not awesome. Seven <laughs> months of winter. 
a, a brutal level of winter. Right. And a football team that hasn't won a playoff game in 20 years. And you lost four straight Super Bowls. That's a pain tolerance that's really hard to to even fathom. They almost have to party hard to forget about it. But, like, I watch, like, Lion Fan Guy, and you're dressed up like a lion mm-hmm. with a biker jacket on. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, why can't you just watch the game? Or, or how about the guys that, the, the guys that pad up, the guys that wear shoulder oh. pads? Wear, right. You know, <laughs> like Bill's <laughs> Mafia. I mean, Bill's uh. Mafia will throw a baby <laughs> through a table, and I have more respect oh for it. God. Have you seen that? I have. Yes. I've seen adults. Yep. No. I, oh, I mean, listen. It's crazy. It's, it's what they, I think they call I it the baptism or something. I saw Bill's Mafia throw a nun through a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, no, my <laughs> point is, I actually respect Bill's Mafia because there's no pretense. There's no dress up. We're just going to party and we're going to be borderline scary. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that. Right. The game is secondary now. The game is an afterthought, too. Well, I mean, I, the drunk. super fans that dress up, I don't. Those are the ones. I don't care how much you party. I get the tailgate stuff. But the actual super fans, no, man. I, I, I don't. I mean, hell, turn on your TV this Sunday and just watch a game and look at what you see in that crowd and then explain it to me. Explain like I you know what I want? I want a documentary made of what these people do in life. Like <laughs> the you rest remember of the week. they have um the San Diego Charger guy who's now LA Charger guy and he dresses up. <laughs> have you seen this? He's got a full blown he looks you know the sun that used to be on the raisin brand box? Yes. With the creepy face in it? Yeah. His outfit, he's lightning bolt man. <laughs> And he puts on a full regalia. And it's like, I don't know what this suit costs, but like that guy. Or he's a circuit court judge. The, the, the Lion yeah, a, Super Fans guy. He's a high or school the, guidance counselor. Yeah. <laughs> New Orleans Saints guy who I saw on TV this weekend, and he's head to toe dressed as a skeleton voodoo doll. Like, what? I find it hard to believe that you are gainfully employed, but yet you have these tickets. So you got to get the money somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't there be a documentary made about these people? It's clear yeah, they it want be. attention. So it's not like they would go, "Oh no, 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 that's just oh, garish. I can't, yeah. I can't be on camera." Yeah. Like, what? What would it take? Who do you call? How do you get that documentary made? So we have that, and then we also have the Lions uh, thirty for thirty and SOL. That we got to get made. Right, being the worst, yeah, worst franchise in sports. But we got a few of these. We got to find somebody to call for these. It was just the video we were watching, and like Bills Mafia, they go out, they have a good time. I, I, it's not for me. That's a little over the top. I'm not, I don't want to play in the mud. I don't really want to get thrown through a table. You don't preferably. Eat file cabinet pizza. I mean, really, that's really good. I respect, <laughs> I respect the guy's ingenuity, but yeah, no, because then we're smart. getting into a cleanliness issue. Well, that's my thing too. Is you know what's living in that filing cabinet between game days? Is he power washing it down? Then if he is, how, how do you have the time to yeah, do your, this? Your local pizza place. How, how long? I'm, how clean do you think their ovens? Plus, are? I'm not going to lie to you. He's wearing a sweatshirt from like, like Super 89. Bowl 20 when they <laughs> they played the Cowboys, and then I start questioning if you have a sweatshirt that's 20 years old. You're looking at the grid under his finger now, right? And then I'm, then I'm like, well, what kind of domicile are you living in? Uh, yeah. When did you use the facilities last? If you kept a sweatshirt from 20 years ago, how old are your bed sheets? Oh, when did God. you wash them? Wow, em? you are really deep. I don't. I just Holy start thinking shit, about it, and I'm like. Like I don't oh. want to. I don't want to be around you. 
Wow, do you have OCD? I do. I don't want to <laughs> be around you. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, like a great example in Detroit, we have a tailgate group, and it's another group I don't understand because it freaks me out. But like, they're having fun and they don't bother anybody. But like, they're weird. What about the tub gators? Yeah, sure. They have the hot tub at the tailgate in Eastern Market. That is and the like, weirdest thing. The one in the pickup like, truck, right? No, I would yeah. never. Like, why would a human hop into a stranger's Ugh. hot tub I, we, in the back of a pickup at a farmer's market in downtown Detroit? I, the water's blue. Ugh. But, Ugh. Uh, I, it's like, I don't know what's floating in there. I don't know what's happened in there. I also think about the general cleanliness of people. You're 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 just swimming in in. Oh. I, but like these guys are doing this every tailgate. The work it takes. I got tired from cooking. <laughs> Did, like look at some of these people who do full costumes. Do you know the work that that takes? It's like Halloween. Yeah, like this guy making the pizza. Looks like he's working his ass off. He's getting coals ready. This guy's making a hundred pizzas or something, yeah. and then and for what? So th there are giant fans, and I don't know their name, but I've walked by their tailgate a couple of times. They have an ambulance that's converted into a tailgate van, <laughs> and they had this ambulance custom painted as like one giant mural. Now, listen. <laughs> If you've ever done anything with your car, whether it be tint on windows or or let's say some guys are into rims, some guys put like a protective coating on uh -huh. their vehicle. Well, we're Italian, so we know that we've done that. Well, well that. Roberto's got <laughs> Roberto's got white walls on the El Dorado, cream on the outside, crimson on the inside. Uh, your your first car strikes me as a Cutlass Supreme. Oh, oh you're so close. White ivory outside, crimson. Interior, I white wall loved, tires. I always loved old man cars. Even since I was four years old, I loved Cadillacs. I loved old man cars. So I was hoping my first car would be uh, a Chrysler New Yorker. Oh my god! Oh my god! Real old guy so, car. All right, but it didn't work note. out that way. We went a little lower. It was a it was an older LeBaron. <laughs> so was, side uh, note. Oh, the, do you remember the guy on the Voice? Sal, he was the big kid, and he flirted with Heidi Klum. He tried to take her to bed on The Voice. I don't know. Or America's Got Talent, whatever. I think it was The Voice. He's a kid from Long Island. He's like 21, 22 years old. <laughs> and he gets up there, and you're like, what the hell is this guy up here to do? Right. Big guy. All of a sudden, he starts belting out show tunes. <laughs> starts singing Sinatra. You don't remember this guy, Sal? No, it, it, I remember it, this. His last name starts with a V. It's not. It's like Vala yep. to, 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 to Daddy to Betty, whatever right. it is. Okay, long story short, look this kid up. He's got like six of these cars you're talking oh, about. Oh, man. And he's selling one of them. Wow. I just saw it. I forget where. But he's from Long Island, Italian to the core, sings like Sinatra, but he looks like he just graduated high school. It's wild. Mm. I mean, he, you should, you need to connect with him. You need one of these cars. This guy that... You shouldn't uh, be driving a minivan. And a friend of mine in high school, he had a 76 New Yorker. <laughs> Literally, bench seat in the front. <laughs> if, if I was sitting next to him, you could fit five more people in between us. I got a guy. <laughs> I got a guy That's that right. if you need a car found, yeah, doesn't matter what it is. Wow. You give me a year, you give me the car. He'll find one That's great. in Mint.
Jeez. Mm. You want me to start looking? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, let me figure out what year I want. I, I'm going to look into it today. I, no, I got a guy. Make no mistake about it. Now he's going to go down a rabbit hole like all day. Maybe looking. Like 80, 86 yeah. New Yorker, 92 New Yorker. Look, you tell me what you want. <laughs> I have a guy. He does it professionally. Maybe a, maybe a Cadillac. And it won't be. Fleetwood Brown. And it won't be some flood damage. <laughs> Flood damage, salvage bullshit. Yeah. It's going to be a real car, clean title. Yeah, new old stock is what they call it. Do, Collectors call this stuff. What I would pay for you to drive up to this studio I would in an old it. man car. Oh, so good. When when can I make this happen? Uh, yeah, let's figure out the year we want to look for, and then uh, color. we got to pick color. We now, do I have to talk to your wife, or will you? <laughs> that she what she's gonna be embarrassed by no more like where is the money coming right, from you have to buy this thing and i don't want to be hunted down <laughs> yeah. well i'm sure things can be worked out we'll figure out the uh can't wait for that all right yeah. long story short i hate nfl super fans and roberto wants a mob car you want to get away and relax and simply have a good time yes Yes, I do. Every day I drive to this office, I say that. I just want to get away. <laughs> and the D Las Vegas can provide that to you. The D, completely renovated. You enjoy all the comforts of a Vegas hotel without missing out on that big bill. I mean, Roberto will speak to it. The man toured the entire facility. 3 a.m. at the Long Bar? Check, please. Look, they got the gaming, dining, nightlife, and old Vegas is not what you remember. It's not like what Roberto thinks it is from a De Niro film. It's it's redone. It's revitalized. New bars, new lounges. Roberto hit every one of them. But the D is in the heart of it all. Oh, no, Roberto, don't play shy. You love Vegas. You're a <laughs> Vegas man. Check out the D.com to book your stay today. And I'll give you a friendly tip from our presenting sponsor. If you walk into American Coney at 3 a.m. at the D, you look at him, you wink, say, give me to Roberto. Watch, watch what comes across the countertop. It's the D.com to book your stay today. The D.com, the D. Las Vegas. It's your home for sports in Vegas. The thing I'm really excited about this week is it's always been Roberto's dream to run a billboard. So this week, major news that's gone national. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, it, but it just happened to be local. We have a major highway here called I-75. Now, I-75 and 696, would you say those are the two Metro Detroit thoroughfares of note? Sure. Sure. What, what's the one I'm missing? It was a 94. 96, uh, 275. It's not 94. For the east siders. No, no, no. no. It's 9 foe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, 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 listen. Listen to me. Story breaks the other night. Someone hijacked a digital billboard and played porn <laughs> on this thing, and it went for 17 to 20 minutes, depending on the report so, you read. So it means it was seen by thousands of drivers. I mean, right. It's a very busy. 75 interstate. never slows down. In, right. in that sense, no, it's not like the 405 in L.A. You can actually drive it. It's just that it's... Never really empty. <laughs> I would hate for this to happen, but what, thank God nobody got hurt. But what if it was just like some massive pile? I know. Skirt, <laughs> <laughs> skirt. <laughs> but this, you're fascinated by this. I have one angle of this I'm fascinated with, but I, I want to well, let you really just riff. Here's what I'm really, what really got me was I, I this morning they showed the surveillance camera footage of these two yep. younger white kids. I'm, I'm assuming they're kids, you know. Breaking into this uh, shack where the billboard is, you know, the, where the brains are of this oh. thing. And the first thing I thought of 
you know, I, I, the kid, one of the kids had glasses the same as my son, and I go, wait a minute, where was my son Saturday night? <laughs> oh, my God. And then, like, I get this chill on my body of, like, that little MF-er. Yeah. <laughs> better not, that better not be you, man. Don't. Well, they've got video, and he's, the, it's two guys, and they were, they, they looked like they were wearing containment suits. Yeah. From, like, uh, Outbreak. Like, like Breaking Bad or yeah. something. Yeah. Now, I don't know how they're going to find these guys, but here's my question. Now, as entertained as Roberto is by porn playing on a billboard. And I've seen this before. I When I was, uh, Excuse a, me? When I was a senior in high school, this was before flat screen TVs. Remember in the classroom, they had the big TV mounted on the ceiling and they would, yes. it would play Channel One. Yes. I remember, remember? Yes. Remember you'd have the news in the morning at school? No, I, I went to I went to a poor school. <laughs> they didn't even TVs. I know the TV. Our Channel TVs one, came yes. in on wheels. <laughs> yes. That too. We did not have fucking TVs so in the hallway. there was a news network for kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. You know somebody, what our news network was? It was some idiot reading over the loudspeaker. <laughs> and in other news, brought to you by... <laughs> The, um, the women's soccer team <laughs> lost seven to one. Have a great day. Yeah, R- Roberto thinks everybody grew up with money like him. Right. No, so they they know what I'm talking about. So guy was wearing silk shirts in <laughs> high school. <laughs> But but this kid put up a porn tape in it, and then porn was playing on the screen. Now, did he get expelled? (laughs) I don't remember what happened. I was trying to think what happened to the kid. I don't know. Who knows? But And then, you know, we all did crazy stuff. I remember I hacked into, like, the grading system in high school. and What? Change some things. Um, oh my god! <laughs> so that's not the crazy stuff that I did. I don't know. You know I've never funny. done that. I think that yeah. I think the funniest part. When my though, dad bought me a computer in seventh grade, I don't think he he didn't realize that's what I'd be. It learning. just shows you like how different things are in 2019. Mm-hmm. If someone did that at their high school, yep, they would be expelled. They would never be allowed in a college. Yep. They'd be a national story yeah, on like CNN incident. and Fox News mm-hmm. with opposing talking points. Yep. Yeah. And it would ruin this person's life. Roberto basically sits here today and tells you he's a high school flunky. <laughs> well, I was waiting for the statute of limitations to be up. I so think it I ran think out. It's been 20 years. But here's, <laughs> here's my question, though. Let's say you were driving on the highway and you see a billboard playing porn. Now, in Michigan, we have higher speed limits. So if you're not going 80, you're yeah. getting run off the road. Here's my right. question. I would be so confused because I'd be like, wait a minute. I'm seeing it on the billboard, but is, is, is it getting transferred there from my phone? Because right. it's on my phone. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. You know, there's a sports story that you're probably not familiar with where an NBA player got arrested for watching yeah. porn in his SUV <laughs> yeah. before he got hit by a train. Yeah. Uh, wasn't oh, that Eddie man. Griffin? Yeah, it was Eddie Griffin. Jeez. Yeah, look up Eddie Griffin. There's another one from the Browns. I don't know if you remember this one because ESPN did some big story on the Browns. They did a hashtag. I can't remember what the hashtag was, and they posted it all throughout their building. Well, the hashtag was related to porn, and porn started rolling through (laughs) their facility because it was just attached to the hashtag. Or as Roberto says, ooh. ooh." (laughs) Um, Now listen, my question is you're, you're flying on the highway. You see this. Now, nah, maybe you're mortified. Maybe you're, uh, you chuckle and go, <laughs> somebody's getting fired. I'm, but, not, I'm not mortified because I'm desensitized. But I'm cruising <laughs> down the road. The reports say that they got like hundreds of calls to the police. 
Don't you have better shit to do that's in I mean. your I, day? I'm to get, what, where I'm trying to get is more important than that. I just drive by and be like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> right, right, and I'm right. Cruising, you know, what am I, what, what am yeah, I listening to next? Right. I'm on to the next thing. What kind of person picks up the phone and calls the police? Oh, my God, you've mm. got to get out of here. Shut up here. It's showing pornography. Sex. Well, <laughs> do you want me to tell you what type of people would do that? Yeah. Well, white people. Right. Oh, stop. White it. people would do that. Dude, people can't want people blame this on my race. Yes, people I can. People want to call the police for everything, man. Yes, it's white people. Black people, they will go by you know itself. Big deal. I'm not <laughs> wasting my time. But white people say, oh, my God, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Oh, shit, son. All right. <laughs> right, right. Like white people. Well, hold on. You know what, though? <laughs> Those white people are crazy. All right, so, David, hold on, then. On the racial spectrum, uh -huh. tell me this. Yep. Is it a white person thing to ever, f like, like I don't get the people that fuck with their neighbors. Like, oh, oh let, let's say Debbie, Debbie and Bob are having a fire one night. You know, city right. ordinance says you cannot have a fire in your backyard right. and some yes. asshole yes. calls the cops on him. Black people don't do that? No, we don't do that. No, no you do your own thing, whatever. Just don't do it on my property. I've, you know, <laughs> I've never fucked with a neighbor. Ever. Neither have I. Ever. No. And there have been times when it's there have been parties or different yep. things. You know what I say? Eh, fuck it. Yep. Roll over and go to sleep. No, like, because it, it's just you're buying stock into when you want to have a party or you want to do something. But isn't it true that the protect. same person who calls on a on a billboard playing porn <laughs> also is the same person who fucks with their neighbor? Yeah, they want yes. to play superhero. They, yes. like, I almost feel like, why would I want to stop this glorious prank? Why would I take time? Because, like, when I'm in the car, I'm either listening to something interesting yep. or I'm on the phone. Yep. I admit it. Like, I'm, 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 I'm Bluetooth body. and not even see it. I, I, There's the other thing. Who the fuck even bothers looking at a billboard? I agree. But let's say you look and you go, oh, oh. Yeah, but I guess but I like, because usually they're static. They're not moving who, images. I guess if who I saw would take time to go... It. Oh my God, Donna! Donna, you're not gonna believe this. <laughs> yeah, I gotta let you go. Yeah. Boop ba boop ba boop ba beep. Yeah. Hello, police. <laughs> th th there is sexual. Well, actually, it's actually it's oral going on. <laughs> like, who the fuck? Who would pick up the phone and then to read the reports that hundreds of people right. called? I wonder what right. the scenes were actually that played within that like 10 minutes. Roberto's I'm dying gonna, to know. Roberto's going to do a deep dive here. It's going to be a 30 <laughs> for 30. No, that's what the guy was doing in the video. Now, do you think um, they'll catch these two? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, they yeah. will. I mean, everyone gets caught nowadays for everything. I think cameras, what happens... Cameras have ruined everything. You can't get away with anything anymore. Look, well, like, here's the other thing, too, right? I, I, I wonder about the people who would call the... Like, take time out of the day to call the cops because a billboard is showing a little <laughs> bang, bang. Here's my point. What, what type of person even comes up with the caper? Hey, Dale! <laughs> it's a funny teenage thing. I mean, I, you know, it's... Well, what's the penalty for it? I mean, can they go to jail for doing this? Uh, no, I think there's something that could be up to like a $500 fine. So and, then what's uh, the point? Something, you know, but it, it was way less than I thought. I what's thought, the oh point? My God, this is, these, I'm sure they can go to jail over. for this. I mean, that's got to be breaking and entering or some sort of thing. How is it different than someone who indecently exposes themselves? I don't know. I think well, it's less than that because you're really not. Yeah, because they're not exposing but, but you're themselves. Proliferating images of ding dings. You know, I hey, show it's it shows you my point. Is like what? I thought, oh my god, these two guys really uh, they took a risk here. Yeah, 
And and then Roberta's like, no, it's no big deal. I did it in high school. Five hundred bucks, you're good. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but these that kids lies. Uh, Technology wise, though, are we going to see the fact that these things actually can play moving video? That these billboards are now going to be commercials. I'm just waiting for you to hijack the video mm. board here. Ooh. You know how many stupid you know how many stupid video boards we have in this building? How is how is Roberto not hacked the system? It's mm. a good question. Mm. Yeah, but you know how this place works. That wouldn't be like <laughs> that's oh, Roberto. No. Oh no, way. you'd you would be stoned. Oh, oh yeah, no, he'd be in jail for five years. People oh, with this place, would be oh, so please. disgusted. I can't yeah. believe it. <laughs> You watch that stuff and you put it on our board. Well, no, that's Roberto. the thing too, right? It's not the fact that I put it on the board; it's that I even have it or own it or have access Roberto to pornography. Roberto put breasts on the monitor where the chairman's board is supposed to be. <laughs> Would you risk it all? No. What if you knew but you? It's were, what if you knew you were leaving soon? And I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what if you could hijack it and it wasn't porn, but it was something? What if it was like you delivering a speech? What could you do something to entertain us with our video system at work? I would try. Sure. How do you do it? And um, the fact that we're talking about it on this podcast probably is a bad idea. Yeah, I, I think agree. I leave it. You know what? I <laughs> let's delete that. Don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> no, but I told you. You know what scares me? I was I was being honest in that and saying like, I'm driving down 75, and the scariest button on my phone is that share to screen button. <laughs> You know, wherever you Sweet hit that button, Jesus. whatever you're watching goes right to your house TVs. I avoid that button like the plague. <laughs> and that's a good story. You know, uh, oh, this God. guy, Evan, that works with us, one of his greatest stories was he's in his basement one night. All of a sudden, he hears people talking upstairs. He gets freaked out. He's like, oh, my God, somebody's breaking into the house. He's hearing two people talking. <laughs> he grabs a baseball bat. He's walking up the stairs. And then all of a sudden, he goes... My God, these people are having sex in my house. And finally, he gets to the top of the stairs. He realized that he had hit that button on his phone, oh, and the porn was streaming at full volume out of oh. his TV. <laughs> he's wow. got he's got a better story. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, yeah, that's up to him. Not, to yeah, that's that. well. First of all, you screwed up because you could have said a guy. Then I could have said, <laughs> right, 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 right. This guy, there's no way. Oh, he way. wouldn't mind. It's a great start. No, nah, there's no way for <laughs> Not me this to one. untangle this yarn ball. All right, now listen, big power's at it again, leaving people in the dark. How many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles during a power outage? That's, that's it's absurd. Think about that. Big power doesn't care about you. Own your power. Take the power back. Go solar. It's Power Home Solar. They give you battery storage with your installation, so there are no more power outages. You get a 30-year warranty on the American-made panels they install, and you own your power. You want to see if solar's right for you? Good. Go to PowerHome.com. That's PowerHome.com, or you can give them a call at 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. You schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power own your power with help from Power Home Solar. Uh, our weekly chat with the czar of fantasy football, a man credited with inventing PPR scoring, a man who has revolutionized the industry. He hosts an award-winning podcast, Fantasy Football Today. He is our buddy from CBS Sports, Dave Richard. Dave, how are you? 
I wish I could take credit for inventing PPR scoring. I didn't. I didn't do that. That's then just shut up and take credit for it. Who the hell's going to fact check that? Nobody. All right, fine. I invented football. There it is. Done. The man created the pigskin. Dave, we have we got so many questions this week that started off with, "What the hell do I do with blank?" So I have a six pack of guys that you need to tell our people. What the hell do you do with this guy if you're the owner? Ready? Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. You're going to hang on to him and you're going to start him every week because the alternative is to trade him. I don't think anybody's going to give you anything good in trade. They might give you something okay because it's Odell Beckham. Um, maybe you can get a James Conner or a Leonard Fournette in PPR form. Maybe. Um, that's about it. I, I think you're hanging on to him and you're hoping that he can start to pick up more targets. All right. In the same realm, DeAndre Hopkins. Same exact thing, except if you trade him, I think you'd get a little bit more for him. Yeah. No one expects him to keep putting up single-digit fantasy performance. What, what, what is going on there? I was stunned by their inefficiency versus a Carolina secondary you can take advantage of. I agree. What is going uh, on? Such a good matchup. Bad coaching. I know this is going to stun you, Mike, but... Bill O'Brien might not be He's got a awful. very good coach. He has got made awful. Some very suspect decisions. Just, it, just like generally, this wouldn't have even helped DeAndre Hopkins, but they, they forgot about running the football in the second half. First half, they, each of their running backs ripped off big runs. They should have stuck with that a little bit more. In the second half, they gave it up. It's exactly what you think would help Hopkins. And it ended up not doing anything for him. I think they're basically poor, saying poor Hopkins, man. they're like, basically it's, it's just saying them. Carlos Hyde, we're only going to give you twelve carries a week because anything more would make fantasy owners happy. Yeah, I've just, I just I think that just bad play calling is definitely part of the problem. And listen, man, eventually it's going to get turned around, and Hopkins is going to be a beast. So, and hopefully the same thing with Odell. I'm more confident about Hopkins than I am Odell. Opposite side of the spectrum, is Will Fuller a buy low, a guy who normally is a touchdown a week guy, four games in, hasn't visited the happy zone yet? No, I, I think he could get there this week. The matchup suggests that he can. It, it's a favorable one for Houston. They're at home. It's Atlanta. Their secondary is banged up. Their pass rush isn't good. But I, I said the same thing about the Panthers. Carolina came into that game depleted, both in the secondary and on the D-line. And it didn't work out for anybody in Houston. Fuller, to me, is somebody that you start as a bi-week replacement. You know, you have Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. You're starting those guys. You can use Fuller as a uh, boomer bust guy. You could take him potentially over the Chiefs. Johnny come lately receivers of uh, Demarcus Robinson and McCole Hardman. You could try him there. But, uh, again, it's, it's very shaky ground that these Texans are on because of the play calling there. The one thing you have to hope for is that Carlos Hyde will eventually turn into Carlos Hyde. Duke Johnson is already doing Duke Johnson things. That's not good. They've got to throw. They've got to be more efficient at it. Dave Richard, what the hell do I do with Joe Mixon? You're going to keep starting him, too. And hey, look, Two games ago, it was a good game, but he's definitely being affected by the offensive line. And when they get behind, he's just not, not getting involved as much. Four catches for one yard? <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Uh, I can't help but think that Mixon will eventually find good numbers, but that offensive line will be a significant Achilles heel. What do I do with Devontae Freeman? Well, what were you doing with him in the first place? I, well, I, I, these are the people's questions. This is not a personal roster review questions. here. I'm, I'm answering them. What were you doing <laughs> with it? What were you expecting from a guy who wasn't getting every single touch when he was healthy and he's coming back from a big injury? Uh, I just, I, I think he just 
you hope that he continues to catch passes. I think if, he, if, they, if the Falcons use him that way, and he just continues to just rack up reception after reception because Matt Ryan is playing scared and, and checking down a lot, taking what the defense gives him, if that continues, then he'll be okay. He'll, he'll be especially okay in PPR. But I think the days of him being a number one fantasy running back are long, long gone. All right. What do I do with Bears running backs at large? You can cut Tariq Cohen oh. if, you, if you need to pick up somebody else on waivers. For example, if you've got T.J. Hawkinson as your starter, and he's not only is he hurt, he's on bye this week, there's a bunch of tight ends on the waiver wire that are going to be picked up. And you don't want to let go of Hawkinson, and Cohen is your worst remaining player, you can let him go. It's easier to do in non-PPR than it is in full PPR. Montgomery, I think, is still qualifying as a number two fantasy running back, even though the numbers just aren't there. He got 21 carries. He got the type of workload that you want. He just didn't give you the numbers that you were hoping for. He plays the Raiders this week. I think he can get you the numbers that you're looking for. And Mike Davis is just, you know, not going to be somebody that fantasy managers can get much out of anyway. This is a two-for-one of second-year wide receivers. What the hell do I do with DJ Moore slash Calvin Ridley? You can bench them. I, I, I'm a little concerned about Moore because his target share has dropped with Kyle Allen under center. It's something that I need to take a better look at this week. I still believe in the talent in Calvin Ridley, but like I said when we talked about Freeman, Matt Ryan is taking what defense is given him. The offensive line is not protecting him as well as it, as it should or as the Falcons hoped. Injuries have played a role in that. And if, if Ryan doesn't have time to throw, yeah, it's going to take away deep targets from Julio and Calvin Ridley, but Julio can still make plays in the short area. Ridley can, too. He's just not getting the same type of opportunities because he's not Julio Jones. So you don't have to start him, but I wouldn't cut him. If I saw either of those receivers on the waiver wire, Mike, I would pick them up pretty quickly just to stash them. So if I feel that way about a player, I can't recommend people cutting them. All right, last, what the hell do I do with candidate? I am really hoping I have the right answer here. What the hell do I do with O.J. Howard? What do you think the right answer is? Cut his ass. <laughs> he's useless. I, I don't think you have to, but I think you can. And if he's, again, same type of thing, like I said, with uh, Hawkinson. If O.J. Howard is your only tight end and you just can't stand looking at him anymore, you can go and pick up Jimmy Graham this week and start him over Jimmy Graham. You can start Jack Doyle. You can start Tyler Eifert. You're basically committing to streaming at that point. And I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing because O.J. Howard just seems like the odd man out in this Tampa Bay offense. How frustrating is it for people who drafted Howard to see Chris Godwin go off, Mike Evans go off, Cameron Bray catches a touchdown, Jameis Woodson. Ronald Jones. Amazing. Ronald Jones has a huge game. And O.J. Howard is sitting there in the corner getting nothing going. It's the most bizarre thing in the world because Arians has never had a big-time tight end. This kid has all the tools, and it's almost like Arians doesn't know what to do. How much time do we have, Mike? <laughs> as much as if you I want. Can, I can tell you what's going on. Oh, please. So, Jameis is missing him. Like he's, He can get open. O.J. Howard is getting open. Jameis is either missing him or misfiring to him when he does go at him. There was a, the, the very first target he had two games ago against the Giants. He's running the seam. He's open. It's a bad throw. It's a little bit behind him. He goes up for it. He does manage to get a hand on it, but it's incomplete, and it was in the end zone. It would have gone for a touchdown. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. 
about O.J. Howard. There's other plays where he's wide open in front of Jameis Winston, even in the end zone. Throw it to me, throw it to me, and Jameis Winston's throwing it to somebody else. So Winston doesn't quite have eyes for him the same way that he does for Godwin and for Evans. And you look at the end zone targets, and I don't have the exact numbers to back it up. I'm going to get them, though. Cameron Brait definitely has more than O.J. Howard, but it could be like five more end zone targets. Yeah, and Brait has always been Winston's pet, always in the red zone. We, we, going back to when Winston was a prospect, we recognized that he liked to lean on his tight end, just in general. Nick O'Leary was his guy at Florida State, and when he came to the NFL, Brait was there, and Brait was his guy. And we thought that, okay, O.J. Howard's better than Cameron Brait. He's going to play more than Cameron Brait. He'll take over, and Brait will be trash. But Brait has ended up still being that guy that Jameis Winston leans on in the red zone, his little security blankie. And it's, uh, it's, it's definitely troubling for people who made that fifth-round investment in O.J. Howard. You ever think that you would say in good conscience on a national podcast of yours, hey, I think I'd start Will Disley over O.J. Howard? <laughs> no, I never thought I'd say that. Uh, I, I, there was a funny quote. Uh, I can't remember exactly. Maybe I can. Uh, some, someone over in the office, overheard in the office, uh, start Daniel Jones, start Wayne Gallman, and start, there's another receiver, I just can't think who it was, sit Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Sit, sit, you know, and uh, sit O.J. Howard, you know, just like things that you never thought you would hear somebody say a month into the NFL season. Here we go with the rapid fire. You spend as much or as little time on each one as you want. Away we go. Would you consider Nick Chubb a sell-high candidate right now? Absolutely not. Melvin Gordon, trade him or keep him? Keep him. Okay. Should I trade for A.J. Green and hope the Bengals move him? Yeah, if you can do it cheap enough, especially the report that came out from Schefter saying that it's going to be a couple more weeks before we see him again, people who drafted him in round five or round six, they've got to be frustrated. Go check and see what the record is of the fantasy manager who has A.J. Green. If the record is 500 or worse, lowball him for A.J. Green, especially if your record is better than 500. Rest of the way, Baker or the Lord Phillip Rivers? Rivers. Is Buffalo's defense top five? It is this week. We'll take it week to week with them. Is owning Atlanta wideouts cause for concern? Well, sure. No, 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 no doubt about it. And Atlanta quarterbacks, too. How do you feel about Matthew Stafford moving forward? Playable? Absolutely playable. Absolutely. This offense, the, the, as, as, as good of a game as on Johnson had last week, I still think that they've learned that they've got to be pass-centric. They can't just lean on carry on Johnson and be a conservative offense. They're going to let their hair down. They're going to take the pencil and put it behind the ear, but they're going to do it with a different yellow pencil. I guess I'm trying to you know, make a crazy Matt Patricia reference, and it's not working out for me. I'm going to save myself by stopping, but first I'll say that Stafford is a top-12 quarterback. The Tampa Bay receiver you have to own, Godwin versus Evans, pick one. I'm going to say Godwin. Ah. All right. The king of inconsistency, Mark Ingram, rest of the way. Where is he amongst running backs? Top 10. Wow. Even with the variance? Yes, even with the variance. I actually think he's like the most – look, Lamar Jackson's been amazing. He's got to be the most consistent part of the Baltimore offense. And and the schedule – probably isn't going to get as bad as I thought it would for him, and I think he's going to manage to hold up. So all the concerns that I had 
about Lamar Jackson, they were way wrong, and he's going to end up being somebody that can help people make the playoffs in their fantasy league. And I think Mark Ingram is a huge part of what Baltimore's doing. I don't think they're going to get away from him. I think that they like the style that he that he that he plays with, and I think he's going to continue to bash defenses on the ground as long as he stays healthy. He's going to be a top ten guy. You should not be you should not be upset about him compared to other running backs who you'd almost wish could get the seven fantasy points that he had last week. Final one. You only get to own one KC running back. Who is it? Rest of the way. Oh, easy. LeSean McCoy. Okay. I had to ask. You know that Darrell Williams is in the mix. I'm, I, I think the next best one, if, if you can't get him, could be Darrell Williams, not Damian Williams, because Darrell is providing something on the ground. Yep. He's finding short yardage touchdowns. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's not a burner. He's not an amazing talent, but he gets what they're doing, and he's fitting in well with them. And uh, I think he's already owned in too many leagues to really call him a guy to go and grab off the way where maybe he's still out there in a, in a you know, 15 20% of CBS leagues. But I think he's got a chance to be pretty good. Bums me out Darwin Thompson's invisible now. I really had I hope for that too. kid. Oh, I was so excited about him. And I thought he was doing all the right things to get playing time. But, you know, this is the problem. During the preseason, all we really see are preseason games and videos that come out from practice. So occasionally you'll see, and those are basically highlights. You don't get to watch, you know, all the practice ones. So there were clearly things going on that the coaching staff in Kansas City, that they just, they're not comfortable using him, especially compared to Darrell Williams. And you see why with Williams. He's giving them an element that, that, that Darwin just can't give them. What are we promoting? What's going on with the pod? Go ahead, talk to me. How can people get more of you, David? We, we still are doing the pod. Uh, I believe we are now ranked in the top ten, and we are the, for, for now, I'm just going to say we're in the top ten of sports pods right now, and, and that's pretty good for us. Um, absolutely every day, hour-long shows dedicated to helping people win their leagues, answering questions from everybody out there. And, uh, yeah, yeah, starts the advice on Thursdays and Fridays to get you ready for the week's action. And, of course, we're, we're still doing the fantasy analysis all the time on CBS Sports HQ. It's our live, always-on streaming channel. If you can get Wi-Fi, you can get sports news and smart analysis from CBS Sports HQ for free. Download the free CBS Sports app or go to CBSSportsHQ.com. Start watching. Start being the cool guy at your office or your school or whatever to know what's going on in the world of sports. You'll be a step ahead of everybody else, including in fantasy. When you tape tomorrow, I demand a Heath sigh montage. I demand it. I will, I will pass that along to Adam Azer. Thank you. America okay. thanks you. David, we'll talk to you next week. Be good. <laughs> See you, buddy. Later, dude. Thank you. you. Oh, you're the best. Talk to you. All right, thanks for listening. If you haven't hit the subscribe button yet and you've made it to this point in the podcast, why? Just hit the goddamn button and help us out and drop a review while we're at it. And we'll talk to you next week.